The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com This episode of Washington the Throne is brought to you by you, the listener. We've chosen to keep the show ad-free and only ask for something small in return. Please head to iTunes and let us know what you think of the show. Those reviews really help with our exposure. And if you'd like to make a small monetary contribution, head to patreon.com slash podcast, where you can donate increments of as small as $1 per month. Thank you so much, and stay wavy. Everybody wants to know what I would do if I didn't win. I guess we'll never know. So keep it locked. I don't get enough of it. Jesus just rose again. Listen to the kids. Welcome to Watching the Throne, a lyrical analysis of Kanye West. My name is Chris Lambert, and today we are doing a story with Leon Lang. Leon, thanks for being here, and uh, why don't you tell everybody about yourself? Yes, sir. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for the opportunity. Um, again, Leon Lang. Um, I'm a journalist, photographer. Um, my website's vigoronline.com. It's uh, a website that covers music in the Pennsylvania area, and I've been doing that. I've been doing the music journalism for uh, roughly 15 years. <laughs> so you're you're kind of right in that same realm of when Kanye got started. Yes. Yes. I definitely wanted to talk about that because, um, in the early two thousands, um, I wasn't a big fan of the early two thousands hip hop. So by the time Kanye came out, it was a, it was a breath of fresh air because I, 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 back then I was into more of the most deaths, Talib Kweli, uh, yes, you know, those type of guys. And they kind of um, <clears throat> faded away a little bit by like the late 90s. And even going further back, which is also going to connect with Kanye as well, is I'm a huge um, Native Tongue fan, which consists of like Q-Tip, Tribe Called Quest, De La Soul, Common. And you'll see, you know, obviously I, I would say that Kanye is like a, a descendant of the Native Tongues because he, you know, he, he ended up enlisting um, Q-Tip into good music and he collaborated with uh most deaf which also i think most deaf is also a descendant of the native tongue family so that was really uh kind of game changing for you when kanye came oh, yeah. to the scene and was just doing everything that he was doing with the soul samples were you a fan of his production leading up to that 
Uh, yes, from from day one, I was a <clears> fan <throat> of Kanye from day one. Um, College Dropout was, you know, was was a, <clears throat> was a great album. Uh, just like Kanye, the brand, it was a breath of fresh air. Um, and I knew he had more to offer. When he came out with College Dropout, I was just like, wow, this guy, you know, he really speaks his mind. Um, you know, he's really into the production thing. I didn't know too much about him as a whole artist. You know, as far as, I didn't know he was that artsy until like later on, which, you know, once I found that out, you know, I, I co-signed him, you know, all the way. But even <laughs> in the beginning, um, you know, knowing that he collaborated with like the mo- you know, most deaf and, <clears throat> you know, people like that, I was just, again, just a fan of him from day one, because in the early 2000s, I was listening more to Neo Soul than I was hip hop. Like I was I was still listening to hip hop, but I, I was always into the alternative urban music. And, you know, Kanye fits right into that that subgenre. So. So, yeah, when again, when he came out, it was it was a breath of fresh air. <laughs> and then you were saying earlier uh, that like a lot of people connect with the old school soul samples that Kanye used in College Dropout. But you had a more personal connection with a lot of the Jamaican samples he was using on Yeezus. Yes. Yes, <laughs> I, I do. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So uh, from what I read, <laughs> it was doing some reading, too. Um, there were four songs in particular um, where Kanye had Jamaican samples, um, I Am A God, which is one of my favorite Kanye songs ever. Um, I'm In It, Send It Up, and Guilt Trip. Uh, Guilt Trip samples uh, Popcon, uh, a current reggae artist. And, um, I, and I also wanted to mention that I think Jesus might have even inspired um, Drake, who is a, a Drake uh, a Kanye protege, um, because uh, when Yeezus, Yeezus was released June 18th, 2013, roughly five years ago, and then uh, two years later, um, Drake released, if you're reading this, and Drake's, that, you know, that project also consisted of some, had some reggae content where, you know, Drake had Popcon on there during those interludes. So, um, you know, just going back to Kanye, though, with his uh, Jamaican references, um, you know, that made me really identify with him as an artist with, you know, his appreciation for the Jamaican culture. And then in his song, um, Devil in a New Dress, you know, he says, I hit the Jamaican spot at the bar, take a seat. I ordered you jerk. She said, you are what you eat. I mean, that too. I mean, that was just oh, one of my most memorable Kanye lines uh, again. And it's just his just love for for different cultures and you know it's just again just another reason uh why i can uh, identify with him as an artist what do you uh what do you make of the jamaican samples in yeezus and how they integrate in like uh do you view them as just kind of soundscape do you view them as like playing into the emotion of the album good that's a good question um, I think Kanye, he's, he's a, he's, he's a true artist. He's an artist, artist. Um, I think everything he does is, is organic and, and, and effortless. I think, you know, at the time that's probably what he was just feeling at the time. Um, and I do think it does, I, I think it does fit into the Yeezus album. Um, you know, the Yeezus album is a little abrasive and some of the samples that he uses are a little abrasive. Some of the reggae artists, like some of the dancehall artists that he uses are a little abrasive, 
you know, um, you know, as far as their delivery. So I, I do think that those samples work. Um, again, Kanye's always in his own lane. He's going to, he's going to do, he's always going to think outside the box. You know, um, I don't hear too many, too many, uh, current artists nowadays using reggae samples. I mean, they do, but again, I think he was just thinking outside the box and just saying, you know what, you know, this is where I'm at right now. You know, I'm feeling some of these, you know, Jamaican vibes. Uh, let me incorporate this in the, in the album. It, what's cool to me about that is it's, it's not like, something where he just used uh, some Jamaican references for one song. And you can kind of tell that it was just more like, I want to do this with this one song and make this like the Jamaican song. Uh, and then none of the rest of the album sounds like that, but that he kind of integrates it into the texture of the album in a way that doesn't feel just like cashing in on the sound, but feels uh like something that's part of the album. I agree. I agree. As a matter of fact, you know, it wasn't until like after a few listens, I'm like, wow, he's really, you know, he he has a number of, of Jamaican references, whether it's samples, whether it's something that he said lyrically. And uh, you're right. I mean, as an artist, he, he has that, he has that knack to, um, you know, to weave different uh, productions, different samples into his album and, it, and he does it effortlessly. You know, so so, I, you know, I, I commend him on doing, you know, doing what he does. It's just, you know, he's 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 a true artist, you know. And as I was saying before, before we started the the show, how, you know, I identify with him just being an artist, just being into the fine arts, being into music. You know, he was an art student. And I, I, I typically find those rappers who who are into the arts, you know, they really can, uh, you know, appreciate making music and, 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 and the, um, the details with making music, whether it's, you know, lyric, whether it's the lyrics, whether it's the production, um, even, I mean, look at, look at his art, look at his artwork, you know, everything from like graduation to, to his rollout with his albums, you know, being at Madison square garden, you know, all of that, that that's an artist thinking, you know, he's like, he's not just going to say, okay, you know, I'm just going to drop this album make a couple million and you know that's that no he he wants to he wants to really um you know make a statement so absolutely and you know there are times that people have uh said whether on like twitter or reddit when talking about kanye they're like kanye's just not that deep and i always laugh and think like well i say not just think but you know he had an english professor as a mom and then he and his dad in the summers would just go to museums. That was their favorite thing to do. And uh, it's just like somebody that grew up with explanations of the depth of art, like going around museums and seeing all the time, like this painting meant this and had this reference and had like this intention, the style here, mm -hmm. like all those kind of explanations that are at museums to think then that he's just making art that has only superficial meanings to it and only superficial context just seems crazy to me. Yeah. Again. Uh, yeah. I mean, and you and I, we're true fans. So, so we know him as an artist. We know where, 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 where his inspiration is coming from. We, we know what he means, you know, we, we, we can, we can appreciate, um, you know, his, his body of work, um, you know, talking more about, you know, him being an artist. I thought, I thought it was pretty cool. Although I don't know if this, how the show would have done, but 
Um, I was also thinking about his uh, show that never saw the light of day, Alligator Boots. Oh, yeah. His, uh, <laughs> I was, um, you know, <clears throat> I was watching a video on that, and uh, I, I, saw, I thought he and um, Kim Kardashian, I thought they had met, from what I had read before, I thought they had met through Brandy, the brand, art, the singer Brandy, because if I'm not mistaken, um, Kim was a makeup artist for Brandy, and uh, Kanye and Brandy had did a song together, and I thought that was how they met. But from what I read in Alligator Boots, I don't know if it was maybe a second time they met, but I know uh, you know Kim had did one of the you know the pilot shows where she had dressed up as uh, Princess Leia, and uh, Kanye was dressed as a stormtrooper, um, which was cool. Cause like, um, as I said before the interview started, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. So I, I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm not sure how that show would have, how the show would have done. Um, uh, obviously it didn't do too well because, um, what was it? Comedy central, uh, never, you know, aired the show. So. Yeah. That's, which is, I mean, I guess the bar for comedy central shows, you don't think would be too high and given Kanye's who Kanye is, you would imagine they would have at least given it a shot if it was mm-hmm. uh, that level. But then at the same time, who knows? Maybe it was great. I remember watching some of the clips and things at one point and also having that same reaction. Like, I don't know. I want to like it, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. You, you're right. And And for all we know, it might have been Kanye. You know, you and I know Kanye's a perfectionist. It might have been him. He might have watched it and said, well, you know what? This might jeopardize my brand. You know, it's kind of funny. It's a little funny, but, you know, it's not where I want it to be, you know, and he probably just, you know, canceled the whole idea. So it, for all we know, it might it, he might have pulled the plug on the show. Yeah, just like whatever. Just like he's pulled the plug on. I mean, that was one of the things when he just recently announced all the albums that are coming out. Uh, mm-hmm. How many people were just like, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, he, um, you know, he, um, you know, he, he's a perfectionist. So, like I said, you know, sometimes he'll, he'll, he may have an idea and then he'll work on it. Um, and then, you know say, well, you know what, this is not going to work, which, I, you know, you can appreciate that, you know, because, you know, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. So, yeah. And I think that uh, gets into some of his recent tweets where he was said, like, people want real ideas. You only get better through iteration. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't just rely on hype because if you hype something, but never try to make it or never try to do it, then you're never going to f- improve upon whatever the idea was. Like we need to mm-hmm. get things into the world just to see if they work. And if they don't, mm-hmm. you can learn from it and make something else. So, I mean, he's a, he's, he's an example of that for sure. Oh, of course, of course. And again, it just goes back to him being, putting out quality work. Like you said, <clears throat> some artists might just say, oh, I'm just going to put this out. You know, it's not exactly what I wanted, but I'm put it out where Kanye is a perfectionist. He believes in quality. He believes in his brand. So he may, you know, test it out and, you know, he might have a few of his peers listen to it and they might not like it. So he might go, he, I'll go back and tweak it or he'll just, you know, just pull the plug on it entirely. So, you know, I, that's yet another reason why I like him as an artist is just his um, ability to, to really focus on quality, quality work. 
Speaking of quality work, when College Dropout first came out, what what songs were jumping out to you as being like kind of the the ones that first hooked you and you thought were game changers? Um, you know, honestly, I don't even really listen to uh, College Dropout as much now. Um, Jesus Walks, I would have to say, um, was 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 one that probably stuck out the most because I mean, you didn't really hear any rappers talking about you know religion or or jesus and you know that's you know um obviously you know religion was important in in his household so i think that was the beginning of kanye being in his own lane and said you know what you know i'm just gonna you know i don't care um you know whether you know radio plays this or not you know this is this is you know what i feel this is my upbringing um, so that that would I would say that was showing the potential again I, when I heard college drop out <clears throat> I, I said it's a good album and I said I, I, I see even more potential that was one of the first things I thought about Kanye when I first you know heard his music was I said you know this guy has some potential to really you know do something and was uh, late registration uh, a next step forward towards that potential oh of course of course you could hear his production just got even more polished. I think his production got more polished. The artwork, um, you could just hear it. I mean, like, um, you know, some of my favorite songs on there is like uh, Drive Slow. Um, you could just hear, you know, Diamonds. Um, again, you could just, every every album, he just, you know, which just became more polished and just more, um, you know, free-spirited, uh, more artsy. Um, you know, you could, you could just see the, the evolution of, of an artist, you know, through, through his catalog. I've never really thought about, I mean, I, I think I've realized it on some level, but I've never really actually thought about that upgrade in art from, uh, late registration to graduation. It was well, you said of, you, go yeah, ahead, I'm sorry. I just, the album cover for late registration is mm-hmm. like interesting, but it's not even close to the level of graduation or 808s, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, just in terms of that kind of uh, eye catching aesthetic. Uh, yeah, it was more um, it was more minimal, and 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 Kanye, as we both know, he can be minimal at sometimes at times. Um, you know, late registration was more of a, it was more of a kind of a classy type of art. Mm. You know. Um, Cause what it was, uh, I think part of the art was in like a, was it in a church? I think if I'm not mistaken, um, I, th- I, I can't remember all the details of the album, but, um, I think it was more of a, you know, just, he was going for like a more of a minimal classy look to, to, to the album. Whereas as yeah. And like you said, that the graduation album was just like, wow. You know, he had that, I think, um, <clears throat> the art was consistent with the music where it was, you know, he had more of that stadium sound. Mm-hmm. In, in graduation and and the art the art was the same way it was just you know kind of more like you know in your face type thing where it was you know it was colorful it was just nothing nothing you've seen before in a hip-hop album before you know it was just um you know that anime um inspired work um it, i think that you know really started to show okay this guy is you know he's he's definitely in his own lane <laughs> yeah right <laughs> and then that contents on there like i 
I do love uh, how you're saying the the cover reflects the music because in graduation, that cover feels very hyperbolic, and so much of graduation to me is getting into that like hyperbolic next level of Kanye, mm-hmm. where it's just uh, everything's exaggerated. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and again, that's probably where he was at the time, you know. Um, and it was it was a good time for him. I think it was a good time. Uh, that was right around the time, um, if I'm not mistaken, where he released his uh, Yeezus uh, Nike sneakers. Um, you know, so it was it was a good time for Kanye right around that time. Um, you know, he was he was starting to uh, attain some of his goals that he wanted to. You know, when he was a producer with with, with Jay Z on Rockefeller, you know, he was kind of being held back at the beginning. You know, they weren't taking him uh, seriously as a rapper. And that, that's another story that I like, you know, about Kanye is the fact that he was he was being denied, uh, you know, being being an artist, being a true rap artist. And even, you know, and even as a designer, you know, there was there were there were some companies that really didn't take him seriously as as a designer. And he 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 always proved those naysayers wrong. And, you know, so I think a, a, a bunch of us as Kanye fans um, can identify with that where, you know, I'm sure. At one point in our lives, we were told we weren't able to 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 achieve that goal, and we what we did, and, it, and, it's, and it's a great feeling. Absolutely, and I still think that's kind of at the core of so much of his admiration for Trump, is because Trump was this celebrity figure that was told you can't get into politics. Mm-hmm. The same way mm-hmm. that Kanye was consistently told you can't do this, you can't be this, get out of here, mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. overcame that. I from that perspective and that that very like narrow narrow view of what trump did i absolutely understand why kanye is just like yes yes Um, that's it yeah yeah um again you know i'm not a trump supporter you know but um again i'm sure we we can all identify with something about trump um but um, and you're right. That's probably what you know. One of the things that Kanye likes about Trump is his his, his ability to you know to become president. Um, but you know, I I thought <clears throat> that MAGA hat was too far, and I know some people may get philosophical about it and say, well, you know, you know he's he's his own person. He can he can like who he wants to like. But I I don't think the hat is consistent with Kanye as a person. I know no matter how, you know, I, I understand, you know, he's unpredictable. And just like the one gentleman said on your podcast, the only predictable thing about Kanye is him being unpredictable, <laughs> you know. But um, I think, I don't know, I, some some part of me is telling me that he did it for shock value as well. You know, because, you know, people always say, you know, Kanye, you love him or hate him. You know, and I think he kind of gets a thrill out of that sometimes. And I, I to me, uh, you know, I'm... I'm always going to, you know, like Kanye as an artist, but that, you know, the MAGA head, I, I did not agree with just because of, of who he is as a person and what Trump stands for. Um, I just don't think, I think the, the MAGA hat was too far. Yeah, you, you, we, we can identify with him and we can say things we like about him, but he, Kanye, he's he's a leader. He's he's a political leader, whether, you know, you know, whether he's wearing a suit or not, he, you know, people look up to him. Um, you know, he's, he's an activist, you know, um, you know, even though he's not, you know, outside picketing, you know, he, he, you can hear the activism in his music. A lot of people look up to him. So, so when he, when he did that, I, I, I think he, you know, he definitely alienated, uh, 
his fans on that. Because it, it really seemed on, on that day, the like April 25th, 2018, it seems like some sort of like a day that will live in infamy, uh, that there was a, a, a tide, seeing the hat turn the tide because it was far more visceral than the tweets. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, okay, he's saying these things, there's nuance to the words, we can discuss that. But then just the visual of him in the hat is a completely different context than everything that was said. You're right. You're right. And that's the thing, too. You know, pe- people can interpret, you know, the photo. You know, they say pictures are worth a thousand words. And so, you know, I don't know. I don't know what his motive was behind posting his photo. Some people think it's a publicity stunt. Uh, I'm not sure what it is. But at the end of the day, you know... He's wearing a Trump hat, and we know what Trump stands for. We know Trump hasn't been honest on many occasions. Um, so for that reason, I don't care. You know, like I said, I don't care how some people want to defend him and get philosophical with it and say, well, you know, he's an individual thinker. Um, he still alienated his fans, you know, with that. And it's just not consistent with who he is as yeah. a person and, 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 his, and his beliefs. You know, so that that's that's my thought on that. It in a weird way reminds me of a an experience that I had. I lived in Australia for a year, and you know, I'm I'm away from everybody, away from like a lot of American culture, Western culture, and I'd see people wearing like Cleveland Indians hats, where I'm originally from Cleveland, or like a Cleveland uh-huh. Cavs hat or LeBron jersey or something, and. Uh, no Browns hats, of course, but I'd uh, <laughs> I'd be like, yo, Cleveland, Indians, and people would look at me, and I'd be like, your hats, and then uh-huh. just kind of look up and be like, it's just a hat. Uh, okay. but, it, but it's not, though. It, it's not just uh-huh. that that had meaning. Like, it, it, there's a group of fans that relate to that hat, and I feel like it's the same kind of situation with the MAGA hats. Like... Kanye's You're kind right. of viewing it as like, no, this is like to me, it's just this, and it's like, well, to everybody uh, else, it's it's this. Of course, it's it's definitely more symbolic than what he thinks. Um, yeah, like you said, he was just probably just doing it as, hey, you know, I'm Trump's friend. You know, we 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 can relate with a few things, but p- other people are like, wait a minute, you know, <laughs> there's there there's a movement going on out here. Mm. You know, even um, you know, Chance, I heard, um, you know, uh, recanted his statement. Chance the rapper, you know, recanted his statement because he was defending Kanye as as anyone should. You know, he calls him his brother, and you know, I, you know, and even you and I, I'm sure we've had to defend Kanye when we're out in public on occasions. Um, but but yeah, so but you know, Kanye will be Kanye. You know, you know, I still appreciate him as a person, as an artist, and uh, you know, we'll we'll see what happens next. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, that's very, very true. Um, yeah. So when graduation came out, you were a few years into your music journalism career. Uh-huh. Um, did starting into that world change the perception you had about Kanye at all or deepen the admiration you had for him? Yeah, it gave me um, I've been listening to hip hop since since day one. Um, you know, I'm 43 years old. Um, so I've listened to hip hop. <clears throat> I mean, I've listened to when I was younger, I've listened to 
everyone from like KRS-One, Slick Rick. So so when I heard graduation, I was like, wow. I said, you know, hip hop has definitely come a long way. And I like the fact how um, Kanye started to transcend <clears throat> transcend genres. You know, he, he became more of a pop artist. Um, there weren't too many hip hop albums really doing that, you know, where, you know, what, what Kanye is doing. Um, Cause I wasn't even going to, you know, get into um, 808s. I mean, I, I know I'm kind of jumping the gun a little bit, but go for it. Um, but uh, you know, just that's, that's another thing I admire about him. Just his ability to, to transcend uh, different genres, kind of like a Stevie wonder, you know, Stevie wonders, you know, he's universal. He's universally loved, you know, loved just because of his ability. Not, not every artist can do that like successfully, you know, not being contrived, but, um, and, and that's, so that's, that's, that's one thing I like about Kanye uh, with, with graduation. That graduation was kind of like the beginning of that, where he was becoming a pop artist, but he wasn't compromising who he was or he wasn't compromising his music. You know, he was just, that was just his ability, um, you know, to, to transcend, um, you know, which, you know, again, you know, just as a journalist, I was, I was excited. You know, just to going going back to answer your question, I, w- I was excited to to be writing about you know artists you know such as Kanye. Um, it just made it more exciting. I can just imagine you working on other articles and just kind of like staring at the graduation CD that's on your desk and being like, oh, I just want to be writing about this, but I have to be <laughs> writing about like another like just pop track that is meh. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You're right. I mean, and again, I, I'm an artist myself, so album art is pretty pretty important to me. So that you know that graduation album was 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 amazing. I mean, even <clears throat> 808s, which you know I, I can get into next. Um, you know that that's my favorite Kanye album. I know not everyone like you know puts that first for for them, but I I think that 808s. Um, again, I'm into the minimalism, uh, Kanye. And, um, you know, everything from the artwork to um, the album itself. Um, one, one little interesting uh, reference <laughs> that, I, that I have with the 808s album, it reminds me of Super Mario 2. Because <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a former gamer. Yeah. I'm a, you know, a former gamer. I was a big Nintendo fan. And <clears throat> if you remember with, uh, you know, the... the, the the transition from Super Mario Brothers to Super Mario 2 it was it was there was definitely a departure with with everything from the graphics to some of the characters and that kind of 808s kind of reminds me of the same thing where you know even like the 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 color of the albums and and, and the Super Mario Brothers uh, uh, packaging they were like similar colors where they had this like bluish type color um, it, you know it's it's a unique reference that I that I use sometimes but um, that, that's what I think about that 808s album. It was it was just a departure from his his former music. It's a departure from hip hop as a whole. You know, he's he's singing on the album. I mean, yeah, we had some artists singing before. Like, I mean, you can go go all the way back <clears throat> to um, 90s artists such as um, Grand Pooba. Uh, he he used to sing on some of his albums um, to artists like Most Def. Most Def's, you know, uh, known for one of his popular songs, Umi Says, which is a classic song. Um, and, then, and then, you know, years later, here comes Kanye on um, 
808s, which was just, I just thought was a phenomenal album. And, uh, you know, you can even like, even like just pop radio, you know, you, you can play, you can play 808s on urban radio, pop radio, it, it doesn't matter, <laughs> you know, and, and then it also um, inspired Drake, which I'm a, you know, I'm a huge Drake fan as well. So, so to me, to me, that's what makes a good album, you know, not only just the music, but, you know, um, you know, the, the type of movement that it has kind of like an, even like an Illmatic, Nas's Illmatic album. That was a, that was a movement. You know, when that album came out, the first time you heard that, you were like, wow, you know, it was like, that, that, that was, it was an experience. And I think uh, 808s, you know, did the same thing to me. It was just like, I mean, from the minute I heard Say You Will, I was just like, hmm. wow. I was like, I was like, what is this? <laughs> I was like, this is like otherworldly when I, when I heard it, you know, it was just, it was, it was just unpredictable, you know, and just, it was just a, it was a great album. Especially like, I think we sometimes forget what kind of a departure that was for people that had been listening to the college dropout, late registration, graduation, when say will comes on and this is your first time hearing this new album, you're just kind of like, what is this? Mm-hmm. And I think it's, I think it's important, you know, those first songs, you know, set the tone for the rest of the album. You know, sometimes, you know, when you hear these first albums, you're like, and you hear the first song, you're like, oh, I don't, I don't know if I feel like listening to the rest of this album. Whereas when you heard Say You Will, that just immediately pulls you in. You're like, wow, you know, I want, I want to, I want to listen to the next song and, you know, keep going. And as you, you know, kept going on with 808s, it was just, it was just a, it was just a great album. Just, you know, one of my favorite albums of all time. Um, 808s and um, you know not only for for the music and and the fact that you know he sings on there with you know with the auto tune but he he doesn't even curse on there you know which you know he can play that for his children just it was again that's just on like non-hip-hop elements you know he said you know what i'm gonna create my own blueprint you know his mom passed away and you know he just you know he had to break up with alexis and, um, you know, he just, again, this Kanye being in his own lane, he was like, you know what? I know what the rules are in hip hop. This is what I, what I feel at the moment. I'm going to do it this way. And, yeah. and, and it, yep. So let his, uh, let his emotions guide him rather than thinking about what he should do. Correct. Correct. And speaking of Alexis, I just wanted to mention before we, uh, continue with the albums, uh, I, I really liked that um, Harper's Bizarre photo shoot that they had with uh, his, his, you know, his um, ex-fiance, Alexis Pfeiffer. I don't know if you remember that, where he had like the Louis Vuitton luggage um, and, and the photo. Um, I, I think that was, uh, you know, again, Kanye being being a true artist, you know, being into the fashion. Um, you, again, you, you start to see, you know, more of him as an artist with, with, with him doing like photo shoots like that. That was just kind of like the beginning. I'm like, okay, wow, this guy's like really into, really into the arts. You know, he's really into the music, the production, the, the lyrics, the fashion, you know, um, that was, that was just the, the beginning, you know, you could see him, you know, so, so when he started working with like, um, Louis Vuitton and Nike and Adidas, it, it was no surprise because he was like, okay, this guy's in like, He's a rapper in Harper's Bazaar, you know, with Louis Vuitton luggage and his wife and his dress. It was just, it was awesome. 
it was the whole time. I do think it was kind of a a coming out party for Kanye in that way of really being able to express a lot of those uh, elements of self that didn't really get to shine as much during college dropout and late registration. Like I think it was still surprising to people. Uh, even a few years later that Kanye wanted to go into the fashion world. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, this guy, if you look, has been so into fashion this whole time. Mm -hmm. You're right. And, and you're right. And some people maybe didn't want to accept it because again, you know, I mean, you, you've had artists, you know, into fashion before, but uh, not on on Kanye's level where he's you know wanted to work with the fashion designers where he wanted to you know appear in some of these magazines that necessarily only had like models I mean even to his sneakers I mean what other rapper do you know has been so successful with a sneaker other than a, other than an athlete you know um, I can't I can't think of any other any other rap artist or a singer or whatever who has a, a sneaker line so successful, you know? So, I mean, but again, I, he's just a man of quality. Everything he does, um, you know, is, is quality. I, I, I have an issue here, <clears throat> as, uh, as I told you before, I have a, I have a whole bunch of uh, Kanye magazines. Uh, well, they're, they're, you know, complex and different magazines because I'm, I, I collect um, music magazines. And uh, there's an issue with complex um, their April, May 2009 issue that gives a breakdown of, of his uh, first Yeezus sneaker with Nike. And they actually show you like early sketchings of the sneaker. Whoa. Um, yeah, that's, that, that's pretty cool. It, it shows, um, you know, just <clears throat> in the very beginning how he was inspired by some of the, some of the Nikes from like the late eighties, which, you know, explains why there's the, uh, air pocket in the soles. Um, but, you know, and, you know, props to Complex Magazine and, and Noah. Um, <clears throat> Noah's like one of the few journalists that worked with Kanye over the years, like when, you know, at the time when he was really starting to um, to ascend, um, you know. So, you know, I definitely get, want to give props to, to Complex because I have like at least what I have three issues in front of me right now. With with Kanye on the, on the front cover, because again, complex was complex is pretty much consistent with what Kanye likes. You know, the marrying the music and fashion. You know, so so was, so you know. Speaking of a journalist, you know, I'm you know, complex was. I know they were thrilled when a guy like Kanye came on the scene. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, so. they're just like we can we can. This guy's bringing our aesthetic into the mainstream world of hip hop. That it's mm. fashion and hip hop. Correct. Correct. Um, what uh, of the magazines that you have? Which one? Which one's your kind of prized possession? Yeah, favorite. <laughs> um, I like. Let me see here. I do like these. Uh, these two issues are complex. I, I like. I like the one that has you know the the breakdown with the sneakers. Um, the one that's popular that, uh, you know, other people will talk about is the one where he, uh, the, the issue of complex, it's the December, 2010, January, 2011 issue where uh, complex goes to Hawaii to, oh, yeah. um, yeah, to, to listen to the, um, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Um, that, that's a, that's a pretty cool issue. 
because it really gives a breakdown of of, of Kanye, his, his mindset. Um, talks about how Nicki Minaj, she really didn't want to eat too much breakfast because she was focusing on on her line, her her memorable uh, spotlight stealing performance on Monster. You know, it gives it gives you everything. Um, uh, one of my <laughs> The uh, and it even gives one of the I think probably one of the most uh, memorable quotes in a magazine that I read about Kanye was uh, the Pusha T line that I tweeted the other day, where um, you know Pusha T I, I guess had given Kanye his uh, first draft of Runaway, yeah, and uh, you know he, he he was saying Pusha was saying how you know it was a little challenging for him to do the song because he had just broke up. I think he just had a breakup with his girlfriend and uh, Kanye came back to him and he said, uh, Pusha said, he's telling me, yo, you need to be more douchebag. We need more douchebag. <laughs> when I heard that line, it was just so hilarious because it's, it sounds like something that Kanye would say. <laughs> right. And, you can hear it. You, you can hear it. You, you can, you can visualize him saying it to Pusha, like, you know, he's trying to bring out the best artists in him, you know, and um, so, so, so that that's that's a good one. Um, I have another issue here. Uh, New York Magazine. Um, it's the February twenty second uh, through March sixth, uh, two thousand sixteen. Uh, this one talks about um, life of Pablo, and um, it just talks about you know him being at Madison Square Garden. Um, this one line reads: "It says Pablo's paint is still wet." which makes the fact that it occasionally approaches uh, the grandeur of a masterpiece that much more astounding. So, you know, it's just, it's just cool to go back and read some of these things here. Cause you know, the tweets are, the tweets are cool. You know, him being on Twitter, um, you know, it's definitely um, entertaining and, you know, in this new day and age with uh, social media and the internet. Um, but it, it's, it's equally cool to have these magazines where I can just crack them open at any time and just, you know, read them and put them away or I can, you know, it's so, so, so it's cool because it's, it's a lot more, a lot more to read than <laughs> just the tweets. Right. And it's something about capturing kind of the, that era of mindset, like the zeitgeist of yay at that time. Mm-hmm. What, uh, do you have a, do you have like your Moby Dick of magazines? That's the one that you haven't been able to get yet, but you're trying to chase down. You mean whether it being a Kanye or just or just any magazine or? Ooh, uh, both Kanye. But do you have one in general? Um, hmm, that's a good question too. Um, I I would have to look back and see. Um, I would have to say, I wish I had more um, early issues of like the Source and Vibe magazine. Like, I don't think, I don't have Vibe Magazine's first issue, which I think um, Tretch from Naughty by Nature is on the front of that one. And the Source Magazine, I wish I had some more early issues of those magazines. That would be pretty much it, because after that, I, I saved pretty much everything else, you know. Um, you know, Vibe, Vibe and the Source used to be like how Fader is now. You know, they're, you know, they're, I mean, I, I think they're still relevant, um, you know, but I don't think not as much oh, like, you know, whereas, you know, Fader, I think is, is better at um, introducing new artists. Um, 
which I don't believe Kanye was ever in a Fader magazine. He was more because I don't he doesn't really do too much of the the media now. You know, mm. you can see like most of the magazines I have are like about ten years ago. You know, like this one here, Vibe magazine, February two thousand nine. You know, he's on the front cover of that. Um, there's um, XXL magazine, um, October two thousand ten. You know. Uh, one of the more recent ones that I have is um, Vogue with him and Kim on the front, which you probably remember. As a matter of fact, I saw a meme. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the meme with uh, where Kanye's in the back of Kim and he's hugging Kim. Oh, yeah, and yeah. Have a, and you saw the meme with uh, Kanye and, and Trump. Yep. <laughs> where they had their, you know, their take on that Vogue magazine. So that was um, April 2014. I have that. Um, I have uh, Rolling Stone with Kim Kardashian, that's July 16th um, through July 30th of 2015. I have a GQ with uh, Kim Kardashian, that's July 2016. And then the last one I have is uh, Kanye, and that's uh, August 2014. And all of these issues have, you know, either Kim or Kanye in the front. So... That'd make for like a cool wall in a room, just like <laughs> all framed and hanging. Um, yeah. So when you got that uh, complex issue that had the My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy stuff, that was uh-huh. after you'd already heard My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, right? I believe so. I, I, I can't because I'm not sure what the release date was for that album. I think it was um, November... 23rd or something of 2010. Okay. Okay. So, so this would have been afterwards. So, um, so yeah, it was interesting. Um, as far as where I would rate that album, I, I know a lot of people ranked that album first, which I, I thought was a great album. You know, I thought it was a great album. Again, he was pushing the envelope on the album, um, you know, sounding on hip hop. I know, uh, quest love, which is I'm a big quest love fan. Uh, he he coined that term unhip hop. You know that was a un, you know unhip hop album where you know it was just it was just all over the place. Grandiose album. He was you know not following any hip hop formulas. Um, but um, and and the magazine just you know kind of gives you you know uh, a better understanding of the album. Well, end of how he collaborates and the people that he collaborates with, right? Like Kanyan collaborations have kind of been a huge a huge thing especially college dropouts um mm-hmm. they become less featured i guess on Jesus in the life of pablo but there's such a a core part of my beautiful dark twisted fantasy as well yeah i mean again um you know i mentioned Nicki minaj i mean that collaboration was pretty significant um you know that that um propelled her into the hip hop stratosphere, you know, with, with that line, with her, with her verse on, on monster. Um, even, I mean that, and even on soul pod, um, that was another, uh, good song with, with the collaborations on there. Um, cause I remember, um, Sci <clears throat> high, the Prince who, uh, who I met and I was going to get into some of the people who I, who I met as far as Kanye's collaborators, I remember he kind of like snuck that song in there. Yeah. And the, the uh, yeah, if you if you remember the story behind that song, he wasn't 
originally supposed to be on the album, on that song. And I mean, I thought his line, his verse was probably one of the best on, on that song, on, on Soul Appalled. It helps just take the, I don't think it would be this as great of a song without Sci High's verse. Agreed. Agreed. He, he, he kind of gave it that, you know, he kind of had that swag on the song, you know, it was kind of like, you know, he was rapping like right along with them, even though he was there with the heavyweights, you know, the hip hop heavyweights. He was, he, 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 he held his own on that song. He, he really did. I think, I think that's probably one of the things that I appreciated the most about him on the song was that he, he you know, he, he held his own. He wasn't, I don't think he felt intimidated. He was just like, look, you know, I, I got bars too, just like you guys, <laughs> you know, and he, and he was, um, he gave a, a memorable performance, but um, like I said, Cy High, um, I had met him uh, backstage uh, during a show. Common, I had the pleasure of <clears throat> of interviewing Common um, when he came to Pennsylvania. Uh, Drake, I was able, I had the pleasure of meeting him. It was more of a kind of like a high and by thing where um, <clears throat> it was right around the time uh, Drake was about to release his uh, Take Care album. And I just told I just told Drake, you know, I was looking forward to meet uh, to listening to the Take Care album. Um, some other Kanye collaborators I met uh, include uh, Kendrick Lamar. Uh, oh, that guy. <laughs> he's he's pretty cool. I, again, it, that was uh, kind of like on a you know high and by type thing where you know he was um <clears throat> I think he was getting ready to go on stage, and you know kind of you know just you know gave him a pound and you know just. You know, gave my appreciation. Um, some other artists that I've met to that collaborate with Kanye includes uh, Malik Youssef. He's a poet from Chicago. Um, I had the pleasure of meeting him. Um, Malice, No Malice from the Clips. Uh, Kanye collaborated with the, collaborated with the Clips years ago, and uh, Post Malone. I uh, also met Post Malone. Um, so and and I think all of those guys who I met had you know was definitely right in line with what Kanye does. You know they kind of have the same you know similar mindset you know in in one way or another. So which you know makes those collaborations um, you know successful collaborations. Yeah, those are uh, some a, f- a few of the important people in Kanye's realm. Like Malik is one of the people that's always around Kanye there for Kanye speaking with Kanye seems to have like Mm -hmm. a big part in the career that we've seen. I, yeah, agreed. Yeah. I I think some of these guys are like, they're, they're homies, you know, they're more of just musicians, you know, they're, they're, I think, you know, some of these guys are people he can trust, you know, some of these people he bounce ideas off of. I think some of them aren't, Yes, men. I, I don't think Kanye wants like yes men around him. Like I think if he has a song that's whack, <clears throat> I think he wants somebody to honestly tell him like, look, this song sucks. You know, let's you know start all over again. So, so yeah, I think Malik Youssef is is one of those guys who who play that role of a you know just a you know just a good peer and a good friend. And who uh, who are you most excited to meet of that group? Uh, I would say. T- I would say definitely Common and Drake, those two. Because Common, um, I grew up listening to. When Common first came out, I was a teenager, and I I still have some of Common's songs on vinyl. Hmm. So, 
for me to end up meeting him, it's just like, you know, that I was, I was somewhat starstruck, even though, you know, you try to be professional because, you know, I was interviewing him. I was, I was somewhat starstruck because, you know, I was listening to him for so many years and to finally sit down and talk with him about, you know, some of the things, talk about like some of his classic albums, like Resurrection or like Soul by the Pound, some of those classic songs. Um, or even like some of the songs that he collaborated with 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 Kanye, like um, for the people. I mean, the people, or you know, just um, the corner. I wanted to definitely mention the corner because I'm not sure if, if some of the Kanye fans know that Kanye directed that video, Common's video, the the corner. I did not know um, that. Yeah, from Common's uh, album. Um, as a matter of fact, I still have the. Uh, the CD that came with, I can't remember, I think it was a separate DVD that had uh, like the making of that album for Common. And, and and there's a segment on there where that shows you like some behind the scenes footage of Kanye working with Con, uh, Common on that album. But just going back to your question, um, I would say Kanye and Drake would be uh, the two biggest um, uh, experience that I had. Because uh, when I met Drake, it was at... Um, Penn State, and I was right around the whole. Uh, it was like about a day or two after Joe Paterno got fired with the oh. whole Sandusky. So that that was like actually one of my most memorable concerts that I've ever covered because it was just so much going on, and um, all the media outlets were down there. CNN, you know, all the media outlets were down there, and um, I remember when I wrote the story. I think I I called it like something like a, a concert for healing or something like. Some, something like that because it was just um, you know it was a it was a you know big thing going on in Penn State at the time and you know Kanye or Drake you know was you know he was uh, doing his thing he was really starting to get you know uh, popular you know he was still kind of riding the wave of you know so far gone you know and uh, so I would say those, those two artists I would say would I had to you know uh most memorable experiences with common and, and drake yeah, that's uh pretty awesome just to have drake be there at that time and give that concert when you know he's such a performer and has such like popular songs that people really needed something else to unite around at that time on that campus agreed agreed i, I think it was a, it was a good timing you know um because i think actually if not mistaken, he was actually, I think he was even thinking of postponing it. And it wasn't due to the, the Joe Paterno. Cause I think that was just like, that came like, you know, unexpected. Like, I, I mean, I think it was going to happen eventually, but I don't think Drake knew it was going to happen that right then and there. I think he had like some scheduling conflict and he still ended up having the show that same day. So, I mean, it worked out, you know, it worked out for the uh, Penn state students. Yeah. Good on Drake. Good on Drake. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of concerts, you got to go to both Yeezus and the St. Pablo tour. Correct. Correct. And um, both shows were both shows were, were were some unbelievable shows. I would say um, <clears throat> Life of Pablo would have been m- more significant to me because not only do I think just the concert itself with the, with the moving stage was just something that was totally outside the box. But I, I was also able to take my son, who's a, who's, a, who's a big Kanye fan too. 
So being able to bond with my son uh, at the concert and, you know, and also take him to one of the best concerts I've ever been to. And I've been to tons of concerts, but um, <laughs> I would say that, that, I mean, just, you know, I, I, during my uh, concert review, I, you know, I, I said that stage kind of reminded of the close encounters of the, what was it called? Close encounters of the third kind. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, that stage reminded me of that movie. It was just surreal, you know, and again, when you think of a hip hop show, you think of a DJ, the rapper, the hype man, but Kanye again, you know, thinking outside the box, it's like, okay, you know, I'm just gonna, just gonna do my own thing here. I, uh, I did a story a last week. It hasn't come out yet, but, uh, the woman Robin was saying that it blew her mind the first time she saw Kanye in concert because he was just on the stage alone. And she had gone to so many uh, hip hop concerts where it was the group on stage, even if it was just the rapper performing, like mm-hmm. there were so many people that would be on stage, just having a good time, like part mm-hmm. of the crew and to just have Kanye be alone on stage doing his thing and performing in the way that he performs really just, was one of the things that stood out to her. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that was again, just, you know, Kanye, um, doing what he likes to do, you know, um, you know, just staying in his own lane. Um, and just not only was, you know, he was on the stage by himself in life of Pablo, but the stage was moving. It was moving (laughs) up and down, you know, left to right, um, it had the lights on there. It was just, and and that's what he wants. He, he you know, he 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 likes the grandiose. I mean, I I, I like the one um, podcast that you had. It had the the comparison where the gentleman was comparing Kanye's um, uh, uh, concerts to like a Jay Z, where you know Jay Z likes to scale back because he he always thinks about the bottom line, where Kanye doesn't mind, you know not making as much off of the tour for the sake of having, you know, the type of stage production that he wants, you know, with the props and everything. So. That still would have been so fascinating to go to the watch the throne tour and just see their dynamic live. Oh yeah, that, that definitely. I mean, Jay Z, um, you know, he's like Kanye. I mean, if you think about, think about it, both Kanye and Jay Z, they've both, been in in hip hop for for years like both of them what uh when kanye's been in the industry for what about roughly 15 years um you know and jay-z even longer than that um that's unheard of in hip-hop you know to be that relevant i mean even with kanye probably even more so now you know jay-z's taking pretty much a back seat now you know but for someone my age and my son's age to, to like a hip hop artist is <laughs> that's, that's unheard of. Like he's relevant. Like when he comes out in June, I mean, you have, you know, two types of demographics. You have like the, 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 um, little pump demographic as well as, you know, the <laughs> older demographic following this guy. And like I said, with, um, in, in hip hop years that that's unheard of you know, to, to, to have that type of longevity and, and still be relevant. Yeah. To have people in their forties, thirties, twenties, and teens all be excited for the same hip hop artist. Yeah. Jeez. 
<laughs> but again, he he knows that he's he's an artist, so he under he understands he understands music. He understands music. He understands what it is to be a brand, and he understands what it is to be relevant. And and it's not forced. It's just who he is. Right. Like he's not inorganically, unorganically, inorganically, inorganically changing his sound each time. Mm-hmm. It's just his developments and his interests. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. So I mean, so yeah, definitely looking forward to to these projects. All all of them, you know. Um, Pusha's project, um, even Tiana Taylor. <clears throat> I'm not sure if you've ever ever heard her album. Her album's a good album if you get a chance to listen to her, um, it's, uh, it's really, you know, um, you know, it's a mellow album, but it, it's, it's a good album. And, you know, she's another good fit for the whole, um, you know, good music, um, label, you know, she's, she's, um, also, she understands art. She understands fashion, you know, I mean, you know, the, with the Epic fade video, yeah, <laughs> you know, um, you know that 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 was that, that was that was um a good move for Kanye. I mean everything from the song because I'm big on both the song and the video. So you know I know people talk to people talk about the video how it was you know it was an epic video which it was, but even the song itself I, I, the song I thought was you know was, it was a great song. It um it introduced you know for some people who wasn't who weren't following Post Malone or or Ty Dolla Sign and introduced some of the, you know, Kanye fans to, to post and, and tie dollar signs. So, I mean, you know, and that, and that's how I look at, you know, songs, you know, not only for the production and the lyricism, but, you know, what else, you know, what else does it do for, you know, it, you know, it can introduce, you know, like new artists and things like that. So, um, so yeah, that was a good song. Fade was a good song and a good video. It was, it was. And I'm, I'm low key, very, not even low key. Like, I feel like I know more so what kind of content I'm going to get with uh, Pusha and Nas, and I'm excited for both of those, mm-hmm. but I feel like there's more of that, like, randomness to the Tayana Taylor album that kind of makes it more exciting to me at okay. this moment in terms of just okay. being like, what's that going to sound like? What's that going yeah. to be? You're right. You're right. You're right. I, I, I agree. I agree. Like you said, Pusha and Nas... You know they're going to be their arts. They're they're more they're more lyricists, right? So they're gonna they're gonna you know you you know you're going to hear bars. You know you're going to hear some bars. Um, Nas, you know he he may get a little jazzy. You know his dad's a, a, a jazz musician, so you know we've heard that on on Illmatic. So he may you know so we may get a little bit of that. But like you said, um, Tiana album is going to be. Um, you know, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for the the Kid Cudi and and um, Kanye collaboration. Because um, going back to 808s, I think Kid Cudi was you know pretty significant on that album. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, he helped with the production. If I'm not mistaken, yes. with that album. So um, yeah, so so yeah, I'm looking forward to the the Kid Cudi and and um, solo project for Kanye. All of the God, it's gonna be such a good, <laughs> such a good June. Um, so yeah, getting into uh, some of the favorites, uh, like favorite album, favorite tracks. Uh, but you have some productions that are your favorite, just Kanye productions. Uh, yes, yes, I do. Um, 
I, I thought of three um, that I wanted to talk about. Um, <clears throat> first one, and, and, and these artists are also some of my favorite artists as well, um, but um, Tell Your Friends, The Weeknd, Tell Your Friends, um, you know, Kanye um, went back to his soul, his soul samples with that. Um, that, that was, you know, that was, that was a good song, you know, hearing some, 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 uh, old school Kanye sample there. Um, I thought that was, that was a good production. Um, another production, I'm going a little back here. Some, some of the younger Kanye fans might not remember this song, but, um, Alicia Keys, You Don't Know My Name, that was, that was a really, I thought that was a really good song, really good production by Kanye, just again, showing his his ability to produce songs and you know being able to 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 evoke certain feelings with his production so that was a good kanye production uh, another one which was really remem- memorable to me was um uh kanye's uh i'm sorry um commons the people uh featuring dwelle the singer neo soul singer dwelle um that was also a good Kanye production. And I wanted to make sure I mentioned the people because um, the, the artist Dwelle that was featured on the song, uh, Dwelle also appears on Kanye's Flashing Lights. And I, I've been following Dwelle since pretty much the beginning of his career. And that's yet another reason why I like Kanye is because he finds these artists that you might not have heard of before and uh, he gives them a chance. And um, so that those, you know, that that's why I liked the people cause it was a, it was a great production and then it featured somebody who I've been following. Cause again, um, <clears throat> I'm a big Neo soul fan and uh, Dwelle is a, a Neo soul singer. I, uh, I'm excited to when we get off of just go listen to the songs again with like fresh ears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That's why I mean, I've been listening to Kanye since the beginning. Like I'm excited for his new stuff. But like I said, I, I, I um, still remember his old stuff like it was yesterday. Uh, just 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 uh, proud of him for for, you know, having that longevity. And again, just always overcoming the obstacles when people say he couldn't be a fashion designer he couldn't you know he wasn't a rapper he wasn't this he wasn't that it just kind of fueled him to to push himself even more you know so yes 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 well (laughs) uh track or albums uh do you have like a top three albums um oh yeah i do um so number one is definitely 808s hands down there's there's no if ands or maybes 808s <laughs> and heartbreaks no questions so that's number one number two is a very close second uh yeezus now story behind yeezus <laughs> when i first heard yeezus chris i was not a fan <laughs> and, and, and this is this is what makes a good artist a good artist you know, I didn't understand where he was going with the Yeezus album. And I was actually upset after the first listen because I was like, now I'm going to have to wait how many more years for another <laughs> Kanye album? That was the first thing I thought about. And even my, even one of my friends, I told my friend, I was like, I was like, man, I was like, this wasn't, I, I'm like, I don't like it. 
And then I gave it a few more listens and I was like, wait a minute. I, now I get it. And then I went to the the um <clears throat> the Yeezus tour, the Yeezus concert, and that gave me an even better appreciation for it. Like when I heard um I am a God live, I was like, whoa. I was like, wow. I was like, wait a minute. I really like this album now, you know. So that to me is one of the best things an artist can do is, um, you know, kind of introduce this new sound or, you know, just a different sound and, you know, just something unpredictable. And sometimes, you know, you just you have to give it like a, you know, a second or third listen to like really understand, um, you know, where the artist is coming from. And, you know, it was different. It was he had that industrial sound. It was, I mean, on site, which was like one of my favorite Kanye songs, um, you know, Again, it, just, it was similar to um, 808s and Heartbreaks, where um, the song, that first song, set the tone for the rest of the album. You know, it had that like staticky on site had like that staticky um, sound in the beginning. It was just like I was like, "What is this?" You know, and but that that um, Jesus would definitely be um, my second favorite, and then for the third, <clears throat> I had a tie. <clears throat> excuse me, with the third. Uh, favorite albums I have um, Life of Pablo and Graduation nice as a tie for my third favorite which uh, offering two different things on those albums um, what uh, what makes them tie for you um, <clears throat> they were just both good albums <laughs> um, and I just you know and that's the thing they give you that of, feeling yeah, Kanye is just, he's like some of the other artists where, you know, even some of their albums that weren't that good were still good albums. Kind of like kind of like a Drake, you know. You may say, okay, well, this album wasn't as good, but they're still, like, compared to some of the other artists, you know, there there's some good albums. But to answer your question, um, they, they were good albums. They just couldn't hold up to, to a, like, a Yeezus or an 808s, or as far as sound-wise. I think... I think you know, looking at both 808s and Eases, um, they were they were risky albums, and and they worked. Like you know, he took a risk, and he was successful at it. You know, whereas I think that's probably what makes me like those albums too. Uh, whereas I think Graduation and Life of Pablo were safer albums, but they're still they're still good albums. They're still good albums. Um, I just you know the the 808s, like so when I first heard that, I was just like, this is you know, this is just a good album. It's it's a departure from what you normally heard, and um, again, it it inspired Drake to become an artist. Hmm. You know, so which is huge. Um, well, then, do you have a top five tracks? Uh, yeah, I do. Um, <laughs> um, two, my two favorite um, happen to be two of my favorite videos as well. Um, so Welcome to Heartbreak is definitely one of my favorite Kanye songs. Um, you know, he just wears his emotions on his sleeve on that album. I mean, on that song. And then the video is equally good. You know, it's just a really artsy video with Kid Cudi. Um, just an artsy video. And then um, my second favorite song, well, it's just no in no particular order, but um, can't tell me nothing hmm. was, I mean, that just sums up who Kanye is. That just sums up his whole career. 
you know, the, from from the beginning up until now. That's just how, you know, he, he's pretty much talking to the naysayers. Like, look, you can't tell me nothing. Like, I'm a good producer. I'm a good fashion designer. I'm a good rapper, you know. And he even said in a song, you know, live your own life. You know, I'm going to live my life. You live yours. You know, this, hmm. you know. I'm going to live my life the way I want to live it. I'm going to make my own kind of music. I'm not fitting into anybody's box. Um, so those are two of my favorite songs. And then some honorable mentions. I have a whole bunch. But some honorable mention songs. I have um, Say You Will, Streetlight, uh, Bad News, Coldest Winter, you know, all from 808. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then from some of his other albums, I like um, On Sight, I Am a God, from, you know, from um, Yeezus, from Life of Pablo, I like uh, Freestyle 4, which three, Freestyle 4 sounds like um, it could be like a, a throwaway song from Yeezus because it had that, that same, you know, abrasive sound to it. Um, 30 Hours, Fade, St. Pablo, Part 2. Um, or some of my other favorite songs I like um, from Kanye. It's a it's a solid list. <laughs> yeah, um, I even want to mention a, a few videos. I, I mentioned them a little bit, please. Um, but but um, the uh, Kanye affiliate uh, Panda by Designer. I saw that video was just, I thought that was a, was a really good video with some of the camera angles in there. And even um, Kanye in the video, like it was, it was cool how they were, both of those artists were like juxtaposed because you got designer who's like, you know, just all over the place in the video. He's just, you know, turned up, which, you know, that that's who designer is. And then Kanye, he like towards the end, I think they're both standing up and Kanye is just kind of like, in the background, just just chilling like he's like the older hip hop, you know, elder statesman, just you know, just kind of chilling, you know. <laughs> that whole that whole vi- the visual just you know just kind of blew my mind. I was just like, this this is a cool video. I'm sure, um, you know, Kanye gave some you know input on the video, um, but that was that was a memorable video. Um, Runaway, obviously, that that was that was just you know, um, you know, the aesthetically was just was just a good video and then um the corner um commons the corner that i mentioned earlier um kanye directed that i thought that was that was a good video um i think um timothy from the museum on your podcast i think she mentioned uh the last poets uh they were in that song and you know it was just um kanye bridging the gap between generations you know with the last poets and again it worked you know you mentioned you know you talked you, you know we were talking about how um those reggae samples worked on yeezus i, I think um those uh, the last poets on on common song the corner also worked you know it was just um it was just a good song and good video i'm so excited to watch this video <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you got yeah. You definitely Google some of these artists and some of these videos. It's um, it takes you down memory lane and just even gives you just even a better appreciation for 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 Kanye. Like you know, I know people you know people talk about his 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 more current work now, Life of Pablo, Graduation. But um, you know, even before that, you know, you could see 
the artist, the artist in the making, you know, the, 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 the fashion designer in the making. Yeah, there is a lot of foreshadowing, like the core of who Kanye is now is always there. It's, it's not like, uh, seeing the Beatles when they first came over versus like John Lennon and Yoko and being like, what, <gasps> who, how did he become him? What? <laughs> um, yeah. I think we're at the point of your uh, your last call. You just get an uninterrupted period to say uh, whatever you want to say and give your closing okay. thoughts. Sounds good. Um, well, I just wanted to say, um, you know, um, Kanye, you know, whether you love him or hate him, he's he reminds me of a, a, a Jean-Michel Basquiat where he was just not going to put himself in a box as just a producer or just a rapper. You know, we're going to look back 50 years from now and, and really see, uh, you know, um, a genius, you know, um, on, on so many different levels. Um, aside from that, you know, just I'm looking forward to his, his projects. Um, wish I could try to get a, a pair of his sneakers. You know, I've been, <laughs> I've been trying to get... <laughs> trying to get some of the, um, you know, you know, like I like to use uh, the seven fifties. I, I, I wasn't sure what to make of them at first, but, um, but, but I saw them in person. Um, you know, I saw someone wearing them in person and, and liked them, but, um, I just, um, you know, I've just been a Kanye fan from day one. I like his, um, just like him, I can identify with him. Um, you know, not, I'm a, not only am I a fan, but, you know, I could see him as a peer, you know, I, you know, I could see myself, you know, working for Donda and, and giving some, you know, give, giving some feedback to him. And um, aside from that, just wanted to give a shout out to the to my family, give a shout out to my son, Christian, uh, shout out to my wife, Jennifer. Um, you know, they, they, they support me with, with my love for music. Uh, they both have um, come with me on different, you know, at different concerts. Um, again, my son, Christian, he's a, he's a big Kanye fan. Um, you know, we can bond when it, when it comes to music and, and talking about Kanye. So, and I just, you know, lastly wanted to thank you, thank you and your podcast for, for doing what you do, you know, bringing <clears throat> Kanye fans together to have these, these good discussions. It's always good to listen to your podcast because regardless of, you know, whether you bring someone on who's a fan or who's someone like Timothy who took Kanye on tour, I think everyone can share some some interesting stories about Kanye and and, and and perhaps tell you something that you didn't know about him. So just wanted to uh, commend you on a job well done. Scary. Scary. Scary.